episode, we didn't read it. And so parents need to be able to say, don't look at this book. If you don't want, if you don't want to read, don't don't read the book. Yeah, but the whole school you know, got to be banned yeah, from reading if you know going and firing anyway. teachers and 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 scanning books and all this other stuff. That's absurd. And the fact that the governor took it upon himself to actually to actually ban these books, Huckleberry Finn, uh, uh, Fahrenheit four fifty one. Um, um, what, what was, that was a mouse? black basketball, a black baseball player. Black Latino baseball player that I think whose biography yes, got banned. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, come on, that, that's that's absurd. You can't do that. You shouldn't do that. And 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 the right nor the left should allow that type of thing to happen. But you do have these these kooks that are out there that will sit there and take this thing to a whole other level. Yeah. And and, and if they get away with one level, they're gonna go to the next to level. Another. And it started with the with the ladies who were really kooky up in South Carolina, I think it was. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. Another mass shooting in Texas. Police say a gunman killed eight people and wounded seven others, three critically, at an outlet mall in the Dallas area before he was killed by police. The shooting happened at premium outlets in Allen, Texas, and Cole Korchek was there with his family. Out of nowhere, heard about like 10 pops go off. And I look at the customer next to me, I was, I was like, was that gunshots? And he's like, no, it's probably just construction or something. And then, like, heard 10, 15 more shots go off. The Allen Police Department says an officer was in the area on an unrelated call when he heard the shots and engaged the suspect. Last weekend, a man fatally shot five people in Cleveland, Texas, after a neighbor asked him to stop firing his weapon while a baby slept. The California Reparations Task Force has approved its recommendations for the nation's first statewide reparations plan for descendants of American slavery. Annalise Finney of member station KQED says the final day of edits was contentious. The nine-member body has been working on its plan for two years. At yesterday's meeting in Oakland, deliberations spiraled into bitter disagreements over how to phrase who exactly would be eligible. Congresswoman Barbara Lee urged the task force to stay focused. We must repair this damage. We must repair it. The group finally approved its plan, which includes a method to calculate money denied to black residents by racist policies, plans for a new state agency to manage that repayment, an official apology, and dozens of proposed policy changes to stop discrimination moving forward. For NPR News, I'm Annalise Finney in Oakland. Overseas, Ukraine says it used a newly acquired U.S. Patriot missile battery to shoot down a Russian hypersonic weapon over the capital of Kiev uh, last week. NPR's Scott Newman has more. In attacks on Ukraine in recent months, Russia has increasingly employed one of its latest high-tech missiles, the Kenzel or Dagger. Traveling at up to 10 times the speed of sound, the missile had proved nearly impossible to intercept. But Ukraine's Air Force, armed with U.S.-supplied Patriot missiles that arrived last month, says it destroyed a Kenzel during a Russian strike on Kyiv earlier this week. It's thought to be the first time Ukraine has managed to intercept a Russian hypersonic missile. In October, the U.S. agreed to supply Patriots to Ukraine to aid in defending its skies against the Kremlin's air and missile attacks. Scott Newman, NPR News. The head of the United Nations Nuclear Watchdog Agency expressing worries about the safety of Europe's largest nuclear power plant, the Zaporizhia plant in Ukraine. Rafael Grossi says ongoing attacks in the area is making the situation increasingly unpredictable and potentially dangerous. He issued his warning after Russia began evacuations in the area. And you're listening to NPR News. Arab League foreign ministers meeting in Cairo today have voted to restore membership to Syria. Syria was suspended more than a decade ago over the violent crackdown on an uprising that devolved into a civil war. The former head of the Federal Communications Commission, Newton Minow, has died. He was 97 years old. He's best known for describing television in the 1960s as a vast wasteland. Here's NPR's Chloe Veltman reporting. Back in 1961, when Newton Minow made his famous pronouncement against television in a speech he gave to the National Association of Broadcasters, there were only three channels, ABC, CBS and NBC. Appointed to lead the FCC by President John F. Kennedy, Minow successfully pushed for higher standards and more public-minded educational programming. 
In a 2021 interview with PBS NewsHour, Minow said he was glad viewers got more choice as a result of his efforts. But he expressed disappointment about the blurring of fact and opinion on today's TV news. When that's the situation, which it is today, I think we're in a very dangerous, scary period. Minow was born and raised in Milwaukee. He received a Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2016. Chloe Veltman, NPR News. Officials in Alberta, Canada have declared a wildfire emergency. Premier Danielle Smith says a hot, dry spring has led to unprecedented fire conditions. Thousands have been forced from their homes amid more than 100 active wildfires. Officials say 36 are burning out of control. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the Rockefeller Foundation, making opportunity universal and sustainable for over 100 years. And the Public Welfare Foundation, committed to advancing transformative youth and criminal justice reforms. gentlemen this is the one and only dj spaceship reminding you that every monday morning that's right every monday morning on wmnf from 6 a.m to 9 a.m tune in as me and my co-pilot nate dog give you the music you love the topics to get you talking and the motivation to get you out your bed to start your week off right well hello this is dj spaceship reminding you that every sunday at 9 p.m tune into the righteous temple of hip-hop music with a message with the temple crew and be inspired the righteous temple of hip-hop more than just music it's inspiration now you don't have to wait till 9 a.m to hear democracy now you can hear it every morning at 8 a.m on our hd3 channel the source you can hear it online at wmnf.org listen That's Democracy Now! Weekday mornings at 8 a.m. on WMNF's The Source and 9 a.m. on our main channel. And it's replayed on The Source at 5 p.m. every weekday afternoon. Join me late Sunday, early Monday for Body Rock with Mike B. on WMNF 88.5 Tampa. The heavy metal disco train leaves the station at midnight for a three-hour dark journey into the sonic underworld of alternative music. Body Rock. With Mike B. Sunday, midnight, WMNF 88.5. Your news, your views, your values. This is WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM. This is the Sunday Forum. It has just gotten good. And uh, now that the the National Public Radio News update has happened, we can get back to you. 813-239-9663 is the number to call here on the Sunday Forum. Walter L. Smith II. All right, all right. We're going to let some of these calls build up, man. We got some good ones coming up, bro. (laughs) Some good ones. Uh, I think think we need to uh, tone it down a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Or maybe fire it up. Maybe fire it up. Fire it up a little bit, yeah? So what we're going to do is we're going to do some back-to-back uh, music here. We're going to do some Pleasure Glide. Some Pleasure with the song Glide, which a lot of people have probably forgotten about. Man, that, that's a, that was, a, that was a, an underrated, underrated funk group. Totally yeah. underrated, man. Uh, so if you've never heard that group before, Pleasure. And the song Glide. Let me tell you, if you go to the album, the album Pleasure, and just just go online and actually listen to all their music, it's very delightful. Very delightful. Uh, it, it takes you back to it's nostalgic. It takes you back, especially if you're black. It takes you back to <laughs> it takes you back to the, the uh, if you went to HBCU during the, during the 70s or 80s, 
then you know what's up. If, if, if you if you went to, if you woke up on Saturday morning and you were a kid and your mom was around there cleaning, you know this stuff was playing around the house. Yeah. Right? So, you know, hey, hey, listen. Uh, that's what we do. We like to bring back nostalgia uh, and, and let people enjoy. Uh, even though, you know, our, our discussions are end up being quite involved. Mm-hmm. Like the last one we had with the gentleman. I think that was a good a good discussion, Mabili. Yeah. That was a good discussion. Just I think remember, ban it from your kids, not everybody else's kids. Yeah. That's all I yeah. said. Yeah, just take responsibility for that. Don't go banning books for everybody else. I want my kid to read Huck Finn. You know? Yeah. Uh, and one of the emailers did write, it reminded me of what happened when I was in school. The teacher actually read the story. And they loved it. Uh, we yes. read the story out loud. He said in 1968, his eighth grade literature teacher read Huckleberry Finn in class. And they loved it. <laughs> they could hardly wait for the next I chapter. Bet. <laughs> I bet. I bet. And if you've ever read Huckleberry Finn, and there are different versions of it, by the way, so everybody understands. Um, my son read it, and I had to help him read it because it the version that he was reading was the original version with the old English, with, with the uh, uh, 19th century oh, uh, references yeah. and things like All that. Of, yeah. and, and you had to really, you know, he's born, you know, these kids, and if you're not, if you're not born in Georgia, Louisiana, <laughs> Tallahassee, Florida, <laughs> any, any place like that, then you would not understand a lot of that language that you, that you, that's, that's in Huckleberry Finn. It has to be translated, basically. Fundamentally translated. Right. right? <laughs> like, like when we were coming up, you know, I'm from Tallahassee, right? Mm-hmm. So I had cousins tell me, I ain't got now. I ain't got <laughs> So I asked my son, I said, hey, hey, son, let me ask you a question. If you asked me did I, if I had something for you and I said, I ain't got now, <laughs> you you look at me like I was crazy. He's like, yeah, I, had, I look at you like you were real crazy. What does that mean? And I was like, it means I don't have him. You can gather that from the context of what I asked you. Yeah, yeah. But no, if you just outright said that to me, just out of the blue, I would have no idea what you're talking about. And I said, yeah, that's why it's important to understand and for me to guide you through this book. And so you have to have parents that will sit with these with these people. And that's this is the importance of the work that's being done at Just Elementary, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is they, they will sit and guide these kids through these types of things and to and to sit there and, and this is the importance of, of Beulah Baptist Church and what mm-hmm. it's doing and the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library for what we're doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very important. It's a historical event oh, and precedent to say you're going to start freedom schools. Yes. <laughs> We've done that historically in the face of this kind of onslaught. That's right. That's right. And so I think it's time and very good point, Mobili. We need to start freedom schools. That's mm-hmm. what they are, freedom schools. So these, right. these after-school programs and not after-school programs, they're f- days freedom schools. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, it could be a good way of getting into the education uh, system uh, in terms of becoming a teacher. You know, you could be a teacher's aide. You could just learn how to be in the classroom and how to talk to kids, how to relate to kids in a way that they learn and you know, and, and, and enrich themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to enjoy this song by Pleasure. We hear the background <laughs> called Glide. Then we're going to go up with some with some Rick James. Because right. we want to fire it up with Rick James after this. Right here on WMNF at 8.5 on the Sunday Forum. It's 13 minutes, 13 minutes after the hour of 9 a.m.
schoolboy member Lynn Gray being called for help. We need that vote, Lynn Gray. Where's the vote? Let's bring it. We want to save just. Let's save just elementary folks. Lynn Gray, come on, baby. Let's do it. Our studio, right? That's when she ran for office. She came into this studio, first time, right? It was good. Hey, that was that was that was a great time we had with Lynn Gray. Lynn, come on in. Let's talk about this thing. We need that help right in there in West Tampa. Let's save just elementary folks. Call in, folks. Call in. We urge you to call in. 813-239-9663. 813-239-9663. While we're lining up that next song, Fired Up by Rick James, we're going to answer this phone call. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Oh, good morning. Chris Steiner here in Clearwater. <clears throat> All right, Chris. What's going on? Oh, uh, well, what's going on is... Uh... That press conference that the last caller mentioned uh, that DeSantis had held was March 8th. I encourage everyone to check it out. That showed all these objectionable school books with sexual material, pornographic uh, cartoons. And uh, they were not able, as he said, uh, able to show them on uh, on TV or uh, even the Internet on the Facebook live streams. They apologized, the TV stations, I noticed, for that. So. Uh, folks want to check that out, um, go ahead uh, check out uh, Ron DeSantis's, uh Facebook page or his Rumble channel. It's the uh, March 8th uh, press conference where he says, uh, or it's entitled, uh, Exposing the Book Ban Hoax. And uh, they go through um, so many different books then, uh, that are objectionable that um, even encourage kids um, <clears throat> to hook up online like through Grindr. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's really the more vulnerable kids who are, will be subjected to that. Of course, I think that a lot of the kids who want other uh, want to be accepted are the ones who are going to be more vulnerable uh, to um, that kind of advice of, you know, explaining how to hook up and and uh, then become a, a sex trafficked and or a sex slave or sexually <laughs> abused and. You know, the kids who are who are already accepting uh, don't need to uh, don't have an interest in those kinds of books. I don't think, uh, contrary to you know what I've seen at uh, like. So, the how long have these books been in in existence? I mean, sitting on the shelves. You mean they've been there under the radar all this time and nobody noticed? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, in the press conference, they show that the, uh, five schools for each of these books that were were uh, put out there um, in the just, uh, I think it was about three weeks ago in Hillsborough County, they finally banned uh, This Book is Gay, a four to three vote. And that shows uh, how to hook up online and, and porno- pornography. So yeah, teach your own children. If you want to teach them pornography, the, I would say the reverse is true, that teach them that if you want to teach them that at home, don't expect taxpayers to pay for that. And there are some children who are developing faster. We have to ask why. I think it's because chemicals, the you know chemical estrogen mimickers, uh, phthalates and bisphenol A that mimic estrogens or, or soy, things that that block estrogen um, receptors in, in the body. So, 
uh, you know, some children are developing faster and maybe they want acceptance or they want to know who they are, and that's understandable, but uh, then there are children who have absolutely no idea what's going on in their head. Those are the children who are developing according to the way we have in the past. You know, now we have children, uh, girls with uh, breast eight years old sometimes. Right. Yeah, well, that's, that's, yeah, that's been going on for quite some time. Uh, that's, that's certainly been coming from, and I, I don't think you're suggesting that it comes with books, uh, you come, you're talking about the chemical, the chemical aspect of it. Uh, yeah. That's been going on for quite some time. Now, let, let me be clear about something and, and what my position is on this, okay? Um, and I don't, and I miss no words on this point. Um, you know, again, if if people want to uh, want to keep their kids from reading the books, then they need to direct their kids to, to do that. You know, now what I know for a fact is that when I was in school, uh, in high school, elementary school, and stuff like that, there were times when these books were, there were, there were books that mistakenly were on the shelves, right? Um, because they were grouped in with a bunch of books, and somebody who didn't want to take the time to separate them and properly codify the books did not do what needed to be done, and they put them on the shelves. Um, now, there there are certain books that I don't want my, I would not want my kids or grandkids reading, ever. There's no way in the world. And they don't need to be, I, I agree with, with that, that there are certain books that just don't need to be in a library. They don't. It's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Right? But I think equally as important is to understand, and, and these, these folks, and I'm not trying to make this a right-wing or left-wing issue, except for the fact that it has been the right-wing that has gone out on, I mean, I mean, gone way overboard with this stuff, and they've used this as an excuse to to eliminate books uh, that are very valuable to and always have been very valuable to our education system, they've used as an excuse to be able to ban those books um, and, and, to, and to support their their ridiculous uh, assertions that um, or the ridiculous declaration that we need to sweep under the rug the culture learning culture of of different people um, and and you know our history and so forth. To strengthen that whole argument, and I, I, and and so you know, in dealing with that, you know, we need to take some agency, and we need we need not allow them to be able to do that because as they're doing that, what they're doing is they're setting the stage for something that we don't need to have happen. I'm trying to tell you, I mean, it, it, I mean, if you've never read history before, then you know what if you if you've read history before, you know where this is going. If you've never read history before then you have no idea. And a lot of these people who, who fall into the who fall into the never read history before <laughs> category, um, the ignoramuses, um, the less fortunate, whatever the reason might be, um, reason for not reading history or understanding it or even trying to understand it, uh, guess what? They're the ones that are gonna follow that garbage, uh, that type of garbage resolutions, uh and, and try to justify it. Uh, you know it, those, those types of actions, but I don't think that um, that we need to um, be. You know, you need to be scanning books all over the place and all this other stuff. That you know, come on. It, it, the, you know, you know what you're putting on the shelves. You know what you're putting well, on the shelves. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, a know. long list. Uh, DeSantis, uh, you know, in this presentation on the March 8th press conference. The presentation that started that press conference, there's a long list of these different books. And uh, as I said, there are about five counties for each book that has them in their libraries. And there's Flamer, Let's Talk About It, The Teen's Guide to Sex, Relationships, and Being Human, uh, The Sun and Her Flowers, Milk and Honey, Homebody, Gender Queer, uh, The Bluest Eye, um, This Book is Gay, uh, V is for Zapatista, A is for Activists, uh, those are uh, Two different books. So the list is going to get even longer. And I think that, you know, we don't want to talk about sex. You don't want to talk about communism. You don't want to talk about any of the realities of the world. And that list, if under those guidelines, is going to get longer and longer. And And when does it stop? I mean, at some point, they're going to come after (laughs) the books that are, you know, innocuous in a lot of ways. But because the right wing hates it then everybody's got to be denied it. And that list is just going to keep growing if we keep down this road. Want to go on to the next caller? 
Yeah, let's do that. Eight one three. Thanks a lot, Chris. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three. They're lining up. All right, let's do it. Go ahead, call you on the Sunday forum. Um, is this me? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, this is Left from Sarasota. I was trying to calm down. <laughs> Every time y'all mention Tom Sawyer, man, it makes my blood boil. <laughs> uh, I was born in 1954, and then um, when they integrated the schools, my grandfather uh, made me go to the school nearest to where we stayed in the black community, which was a white school. We used to ride by on the bus going to the black school. Mm-hmm. But the reason why it makes my blood boil is because that book we had to read out loud, you know, when you're sitting there, everybody read a paragraph or whatever. Yes, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, if you read that book, if you read any of those books, you know what's in it. Yep. And I was a black kid sitting in the classroom, and everything derogatory you could say about a black person was in that book. That's right. We had to read it out loud. To this day, that still affects me, man. I, I, I it, just, it was hard sitting in that class reading that stuff, man, and being black and, you know, I got to get out of the phone because, man, I'm just, it's, it, it upsets me so much. But I really love you guys. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. We love you too, brother. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that was important about those books, really, was the fact that you're able to, we were able to form a worldview and really understand what happened then, the mentality of what happened then, the 19th century. Um, that led us to where we are now in 19th century America to where we are now in the, in the 20th and then 21st century. Um, it was I, about enlightenment. You right, know. right, right. I have to remember that I have one child that was born in the 21st century and I have another child who was born, uh, no, I'm sorry, one child who was only born in the 21st century and only knows the 21st century and another one who knows the 20th century and the 21st century. So, um, you know, that is... That's important. It's important. Um, you know, we need to we need to make sure that we are guiding what our children are reading is true. But we need we need to guide that. We need to guide that. I'm not I'm not you know, I'm not for all this um crazy banning and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, where was it? It's not gonna get us anywhere. Go ahead, Carla, you're on the Sunday forum. Is it me? Yes, yes it is. Okay, this is Ashley from Tampa. Hey, Ashley. Um, I, I, I this is Ashley Foxworth. Yes, sir. This hey, is Ashley. Good morning. I see you. <laughs> I, I do not agree with with any huge band of any kind, anybody that knows, especially in the black and brown communities, if you want to hide anything of value from black people, mm-hmm. you are going to put it in a book. Mm-hmm. And we have to really ensure that we are holding parents accountable, not school officials in these educational systems, to give our students the knowledge that they need to have. If you don't want your children learning anything about anything homosexual or anything about sexuality, then you control that from your household. But to completely ban books and critical books that have given children a worldwide view, because we don't just teach our children to just function in America. The world is bigger than America. We are doing them a huge educational injustice because we're not comfortable with the content. Again... You can simply have a waiver, and if you do not want your child in the room, just like they used to do back in the day for um, what was e. for sex education, sex education. For e, then we just you you sign the waiver, and your child does not have to participate. But to completely shield children from information that is going to continue to help foster true, genuine world leaders, not just leaders in America or leaders in in Florida, that is an injustice. It is. It is. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. And um, I was reading your your comments, and uh, you know we do need to make certain that we uh, again I extend the the invitation to uh, board member Lynn Gray to come on and let's discuss this thing about what's happening with with uh, Just Elementary. We cannot Absolutely. let that just go by. The only way that this can be that can be done is to is to or dealt with is to deal with it head on, get some commitments, and and we need a commitment from her that she's going to do everything that she can do, that it, which means that vote that we need in order to save Just Elementary. That's what we need. Absolutely. That's what we need. We need that commitment from you, uh, Lynn Gray. All right. So uh, if you're listening, Ms. Gray, please call eight one three two three nine nine six six three, and let's say we can get that that commitment from you this morning. All right. Let's go to our next call. All right. Go ahead, Thank call you, Ashley. 
Yeah. Hello? You're on hey. the 94. Go ahead. Hey, Walter, how you doing? Mike Randolph. Hey, Mike, what's going yeah. on, man? I'm a really quick. I think we have some good news. We do have Lynn Gray that changed a uh, vote uh, that's going to be voting to keep it open. And here's what's going on. Okay. What the West Tampa CDC is doing is coming with the funding. That is, the public school system cannot go after dollars that the Community Development Corporation can go after. So we're bringing on one to two grant writers just for the purpose of putting them dollars into their school. We also are bringing with us the uh, private sector. But probably the most important is Dr. Margaret Fisher. If you know, Dr. Margaret Fisher was the person that was going into the system and working with principals to get them right. right. And she retired. And when she retired, the school, the grades started going on. So she's coming on board. Yes, then we're using what's known as best practices. One is coming out of New York. It's called a hiding school zone. And the other is coming out of Baltimore, which is called Community Building and Partnership. We believe with this deal, we can convince the school board to change their mind because it takes a village to save a child, and the village is coming. All right. All right, Mike. Thank you very much for the work you do um, at the CDC and in West Tampa and throughout Tampa, man. Let this be the template that we need to get the resources and build resiliency that we need in our communities. Thanks, Mike. All right. Next caller. All right. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday forum. Hello. Uh, thank you for taking my call. This is Alvaro. Alvaro, what's going on? Alvaro. All right. Uh, thank you for the uh, for the program and for the focus on this uh, on this thing. Uh, I think that that uh, they had a, a young uh, guy, a uh, middle school student, uh, reading about sex. Uh, I think that's exactly when we need to give them information. In fact, before that, I, I know I instructed my daughter. Uh, way before that, on on, uh, on issues related to sex. In fact, before she could understand, and uh, it, it didn't hurt. I think it helped her. You know, it, you know, it helped her. Uh, you know, to look at things from instead of fear, which was the the uh, the predominant uh, outlook on sex for kids. You know, teaching to fear, teaching to be afraid. Well, you know, teach them to be careful. You know, teach them to to follow uh, their instincts. But uh, you know. Be careful, because, mm -hmm. because anyway. I, um, so I, I think that uh, that uh, you know, kids uh, in in middle school, especially, especially, and before that. You know, I know for me it was before that, way before that. But in middle school, kids are going to be wondering and 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 very curious about sex. Mm -hmm. That's the time to teach them. That's the time to to uh, to let them know what you know what is going on with them, what is going on in the body, and and you know and and about their interest and how to handle these things. You know, responsibly. You know, the, the best way. Uh, and uh, so, so I think it's crazy. I think it's nuts for for people to try to ban books that, that teach kids, especially at a time when they need to learn it. Uh, I think one of the biggest problems in uh, uh, education in Florida, in our area, in Hillsboro, from what I could see, well, I, I brought my here my my daughter here in in, uh, in 11th grade from New Jersey, and and this was not happening there. Uh, but uh, religious indoctrination in the school, religious indoctrination, yeah. religious institutions using the school for uh, religious indoctrination, and the school system itself, uh, when, when she was in school, the ninth graders uh, were getting uh, a brand new book tossed aside and replaced by, uh, uh, by another new book that was teaching English using Bible verses. I, I don't oh. think that, that that religion should be pushed on kids. You know, I, I think I, you know I don't think that's proper. Right, anyway, especially thank you, thank you for the program. Thank you for defending, uh, you know, uh, the uh, the you know the right of, of people to uh, and, and the right of kids to have books and the right of books uh, to be available. Uh, I, I think I think this guy uh, was Chris Tider. I used to think he was serious. He had, what a joke! You no, know, he, he he gets worse every time. You know, <laughs> a total right wing freak. And and, uh, and and he's gonna call out, pull out things, and, and and try to prove why you should, you know, ban books and and, and keep keep kids ignorant. You know, so what, about pornography, ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah. There is no pornography. Right. Uh, and then and, and then they say it's pornography, and then they have the kids reading it in public. You know, so 
Yeah. So I, I think it's a little bit of a contradiction, you know? I mean, if you think it's pornography, then don't give it to the kid. You know? Yeah, to read in front of the don't press. Don't have to do it in public, you know? Right, 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 absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Anyway, yeah, thanks a lot. Absolutely. They're just gaming the system. And, you know, I got to agree with that. You know, there are a lot of parents, especially the white Christians, that don't want to teach their kids have anything having to do with responsibility and sexuality. They they want to ignore sex, and they want now for the schools to ignore sex and impose that ignorance on everybody else. And they I think that you have sex for a long time, and that's stupid because you remember when you were a kid, your parents didn't want to talk about about sex. Where did you talk about it? You talked about it with your friends, that's right? And that's where the kids are gonna learn it. Yep, not responsible on the bathroom walls. On the right in the corners, you know, out in the, in the shadows, giggling, you know. Right, where it's very irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So give me absolutely. a break with all this, you know, this, this this fear of sexuality. Come on, of all things, that's the most human thing, and yet you want you want your kids to be ignorant to it until they get a certain age, I guess, when it's too late. By the time they reach eighth grade, they're not listening to you Mm-mm. on that subject. They're not listening to you. Nope. They don't care what you have to say about sexuality once they hit the eighth grade. That's it. Not from you. That's so it. that's it. That is that's it. just my two cents. Unless you've been that parent all along. Right. That's been opening it. up, right. yeah. Making right. it safe to come and have a conversation with you. But most of these parents, it's not safe yeah. to go to them with anything. Yeah. Because yeah. they're gonna go crazy. Some of them wanna if if you go to them and tell them that you 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 wanna come out, they wanna go and put you into some uh pseudo-scientific ex-gay conversion program. Come on. That's the kind of response we've seen historically. So ignorance begets ignorance. What do you call it? Pseudo-scientific what the? <laughs> gay conversion. Gay yeah. conversion program. So, yeah. They do shock treatment. Yeah. Too, uh, this man. is sort of, this is the history. Waterboard you until you say, I'm not gay. <laughs> right. Right. I so I, the war on education is a war for ignorance. I love what That's we, what we, it we, is. We, 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 you see that? <laughs> the guy, the guy goes to church. He's at the phrase like, "Oh I yeah, like men's anymore." <laughs> yeah, I, I see love that. Women's, 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 women's. Yeah, they got. He turned out to be a joke too. It was all a joke. But uh, anyway, man, <laughs> let's get these folks. <laughs> they have me dying, man. Let's get these phone calls. Alive. All right, go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday forum. Good morning, gentlemen. This is Christina from St. Pete. As always, thank you for your wonderful show. Um, I just wanted to make two quick comments. The first one is, you know, I was a teacher in the public school system in three different counties across the state of Florida for 11 years. And at the moment, I'm so glad to not be a part of it. I have colleagues that I still keep in touch with, and they're sharing these awful stories of the, the, the paramount pressure that's that's on top of them in the classroom, the risk of felony prosecution. I mean, People don't understand that teaching in Florida is not the same career it was 25 years ago mm-hmm. when tenure existed before Rux, the, the Scott administration took that away. You know, you were in the same school for 20, 25 years. It was a wonderful ride. Yes, you tweak your lesson plans every year and you, you taught with passion, but that's not the case anymore. Your teachers bounce around. They're constantly having to reinvent themselves. The workload is, is just un- unbelievable. It's usually a 60-hour work week for many teachers. That being said, you know, if a teacher is exhausted, doesn't have time to look at those books that are on, on in their private uh, library in their classroom each day, and there's one book there that the school board doesn't agree with, that teacher is at risk now for felony prosecution. So I have friends that teach English and theater that are actually covering their books with, with a blanket because they are so afraid of not just getting fired but going to jail. Moving forward from that, I want to just comment on what uh, Chris, I think it was his name, an earlier caller mentioned. He gave this long list of books, and one of those books he said was The Bluest Eye by the the wonderful, late, great uh, Miss Toni Morrison. Now, when I taught theater at one particular very prestigious arts program at a public school in Pinellas County, I had two copies of that on my library, in my library, in my classroom. One was the dramatic version, of course, because the, the kids would pick their own scenes that we wanted to work on in class. And the other one was, of course, the original novel. And what I want to say to Chris, and I'm assuming from what he was saying, that he, he, he agrees with the governor to ban these books. I mean, 
the bluest eyes. It's won so many war awards. Yeah. It's historic, and and it speaks of uh, not just the oppression, not just racial oppression, but the oppression of women. And what if there's a 16-year-old girl in high school who reads that book, and perhaps maybe something similar is going on at home for her, and she relates to that, and that helps her. So, right. you know, I can't speak to what's going on uh, with K-8 because I didn't teach in that age group. But as far as high school, the fact that they've expanded the parental rights education law, I mean, it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. And I don't understand why a beautiful uh, piece of art uh, like The Bluest Eyes is being, is being banned. It makes no sense to me. So I just wanted to share that. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you very you. much. And from what I understand, the uh, bluest eye has been returned to the Pinellas High School. <laughs> so they tried banning it there and it got returned back to the shelves after I guess somebody finally read it and took on the the indoctrinating right winger who tried to get it banned in the first place. Well, that's good news. But but I agree with what you said earlier. Where, where does this go from here? I, I don't see good mm-hmm. things. I feel like where are we going to be at three and a half years from now? What are they going to? What is going to be banned by then? And it's very right. scary. Right. So, thank you so much for your show. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's, that's you know these are that's a good question. Questions. Where are we going to be from? No, mm-hmm. from here. Because if they can get away with this, oh, you know, by hiding behind children politically, you know, trying to hide behind, use kids as their political human shields. So that we all not question what they're what they're really up to, and give some tacit agreement to it. Because you know, after all, nobody wants uh, young kids reading about sex and gay sex and using pronouns. Pronouns are stupid, you know. But all of this, I think, is giving aid and comfort to those who want to bully people as well, you know, the racists who want to bully people, the the homophobes who want to bully people, and oftentimes all come from the same camp. They've been empowered. Mm-hmm. They've been empowered. They've all been empowered. Right. And, and, and same thing happened under under 45 administration where you embolden people to do dumb stuff. Right. Now, I think, I think now what's happening with regard to, same thing with just elementary, we cannot allow those people to be emboldened. Right. I think that they can just come in and just take our schools. Right. And that, this is where we draw the line. This is where we right. draw the line. It's another agenda item. Go and take over the schools and privatize them maybe, you know, and just elementary. If you don't stand up, you know, they, they will you. win. They'll they will you. win. They will get you. Um, let's, let's line up that fired up with Rick James, man. It's fired. It's lined up. It's lined up too. Well, cold blooded was lined up. <laughs> yeah, let's get. Let's go. That's cool. It's, it's cold blooded. Cause it is cold. It's got cold blooded. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, let's see cold. what this last caller have to say. Go ahead, caller. Thank you, guys. Hey, how you doing? Well, I like to remind these rightist, religious, homophobic, their husbands and boyfriends have always kept pornography under their mattresses. <laughs> That's right. I know because I clean a lot of those houses. <laughs> and when their kids get pregnant, they ship them off up north or down south mm-hmm. to Auntie Mary because <laughs> they don't want their kids to be seen or heard of. And they can continue performing in their churches as as, as pastors, etc. And each child nowadays, from when ten years now, with the the the, the telephones, the children have the telephones. They mm-hmm. can access anything mm-hmm. they like to to access. So it's a bunch of baloney. My dad would say, "Thank you, guys. Bless yeah. you." Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Um, hey, <laughs> it's cold blooded. Cold blooded. <laughs> it's been cold blooded. I'm telling you, man, it's been cold blooded. Hey, yes, and this is the sounds of Rick James, folks, right here on the Sunday Forum in cold blooded. Girl, I think you're happy. Could I describe? 
Listen, there's a good chance somebody's trying to hack your website right now. You gotta make... That's the way it is sometimes on, on YouTube. <laughs> but this is the Sunday Forum. We still got like 15 minutes left if you want to call us, 813-239-9663. A lot of people learn, learn their sex education from Rick James. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Huh? <laughs> hey, you don't want that all the time. Or Prince. Right. <laughs> call in, folks, 813-239-9663. Yeah. Sunday Forum, WMNF 8.5 Tampa. The balance. emails you have written and uh i guess this is as good a time as any to share some of those emails we have one emailer who wrote that their daughter was growing up and she would wait till after the parent left for work to get on the internet searching for things like lesbians and uh she was curious because kids were talking about them at school and so the parent explained that they would be happy to get her any book on sex, but she was not allowed to look online. So I put a password on. But, you know, this was a parent who was engaged and involved and noticed these changes and uh, these the search and all of this. So it was that's I think, you know, was a good approach. Uh, this is a parent This is a working parent Who is having to deal with A, a curious child mm-hmm. So instead of trying to Ban everything Just uh, Talk about it uh, We also I think I mentioned uh, Mass shootings But there was another email Who wrote According to one survival Of the Pulse nightclub shooting One of the books Banned is written By Rosa Parks uh, Her actions And experience In the civil rights era so, like I said, it's not just about sexuality. That's to get your attention. Right. But that list is going to get longer and longer when you start banning what, ha- what Rosa Parks did on the bus. <laughs> Any story that talks about what Rosa Parks did can be banned when you get when banning starts getting out of hand. Uh, so when did it become wrong or illegal to teach the truth and teach what's right? So that's another question that was asked by an emailer, another emailer. That said they might add that they were 12 when they went seeking information on sex. And that was in 1967. Oh, so, yeah. Like I said, they're not always going to come right to you as the parent. And a lot of times they know better than to come to you as a parent because they already know yeah, where you gotta, <laughs> what box you're going to jump out of. Right. Uh, and another emailer writes, how is it possible for the governor... Ron DeSantis to get away with creating laws against wokeism when it is not legally defined and legally accepted terminology or principle. And to him is whatever he doesn't like or agrees with. And that's what we call authoritarianism. It is happening here. Unbelievable. And uh, that's cold-blooded. <laughs> but we do have a caller, 813-239-9663, as we spiral towards the end of the Sunday Forum. I was spiraling. Yeah, we're spiraling. <laughs> and that's a good thing sometimes. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday How Forum. Today? All good. right, all right. All right. Um, I was listening to what you guys were saying. I think that, you know, we should leave it up to the parents. Not to the school, to the education. I mean, like, some of this stuff is, you, you can look at it religiously. I'm not a religious person at all, so. But you can look at it religiously or whatever. But some of the things are just not right for someone else to be telling the kids to uh, believe in. I mean, my I have a brother. My brother was is, been denied, uh, diagnosed in schizophrenic bipolarism. That's what he says. Schizophrenic bipolarism, whatever. If he can be bipolar, can a child who thinks he's a female or a female think he's a think she's a male have that same diagnosis? And uh, 
Instead of us pushing on the kids who mind are very, very acceptable to things, pushing on them that certain things that should be, sexuality should be discussed by the family. Like you say, my friend didn't tell me I had an uncle who came to me and talked to me. So since my uncle was part of my family, he talked to me about family things, family matters. It wasn't friends. I mean, maybe people are talking to their friends, or maybe that's what they didn't told everybody to tell, because it seems like everyone is saying the same thing. But I don't think that, I don't know, I just don't see it as we should allow strangers to talk to our kids about sexuality. So you would not be for sex education in school at all? No, I mean, if your family should help you with that. Yeah. I mean, like, if your family, you have the uncles. The uncles play a big part in the male family. You know what I'm saying? You get the uncles supposed to help them with that. Yeah. Maybe we need to look for responsibility in our own families instead of looking for these people outside of us to teach what we want them to teach us the way they want us to, to learn it. I mean, what well, they, so you can always take pedophilia. What do they make pedophilia legal? And then we're going to be all right with that. If it's a Democrat, we surely going to be all right with it. But we need to stop and say, hold on, let's hold ourselves accountable instead of holding the schools. The teachers have a lot on their on their agenda as it is. You know what I'm saying we can't keep holding them. Uh, teach my child that this is right. If you got it, if it's homosexual is okay in your family. Let it be okay in your family, but don't push it on my family. Okay, because you mentioned, you mentioned. I wouldn't want it on my family. I wouldn't want to tell everybody stop eating meat because I don't eat meat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We forcing our choices on other people as is not a choice. Man, I don't want to see no. I don't want to see nobody like everybody say, "Well, what if they kill themselves?" And all? I don't want to see nobody dead or nothing like that. No, but I don't want to see nobody confused as a child. And believing that this that they learned, I know plenty of people who are plenty of females rather who was, uh find out that they don't want to be dating no more and then been married. And now they're thinking again, like maybe I made a mistake, maybe I got into it for the wrong reason. Maybe the community helped them believe that that's what they wanted to do. Yeah, maybe they were bullied a lot into, into being gay or Absolutely. into being not gay anymore no 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 I'm telling you what she said now I'm not telling you no maybe I'm telling you what she talked to me you, about I know you now just you, said that a person turn around I'm telling you what she told me no I'm not you, telling you what she told you I okay. don't know what she told you no now, well, I'm telling you what she told Shangri okay she told me <laughs> that she didn't want to be gay anymore right after she became an adult she decided that she made a, she must have made a mistake she she's married she told me okay. that that's her wife and now she's second guessing it and, and thinking she made a mistake. Okay. So this is a fully grown woman. All right. Well, well thank you, Shane. 813-239-9663 is the number. Call. I'm not sure where we're going with that. Yeah. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday forum. Um, I'm not sure what that last caller was about. But um, <laughs> I wanted to just take a moment and to encourage everyone to come out to the school board meeting on May 9th. And to stand in solidarity with just elementary, it is very important that we align ourselves and not have one group trying to outshine or out overshadow another. Jeez. And that we have one united message that we are going to stand strong for the kids in our community. Please, you gotta please, save the please, school. Absolutely. <laughs> this is not a fashion show or whatever. Please just just go there and support the community and these kids. Please. Thank you for your call. You got another emailer. Uh, well, I'm not exactly sure what he's saying other than the Republicans are forcing their lack of choice. So I think I get where he's get, going coming from, but maybe he can give us a call and tell us about that. Avro wrote a Ruby Bridges film had been banned in a school in Pinellas. Yes. People were able to bring it back. You know, I, I, uh, I'm I, glad to see that people were able to overcome that. Pinellas is on a roll. You know, they see what what is happening, people trying to ban books and ban the truth, and they they reverse that trend. Uh, but I talked to Ruby Bridges about how, uh, as a six-year-old, she was integrating a school oh, yeah. and, and white people, grown white people, yes. 
were out there basically having a tantrum, a temper tantrum, because one little black girl was integrating a school in New Orleans. And I wondered how that affected her as a child. You know, what did she have to get any kind of therapy for that? And yes, she did. She had to go see a child therapist for that. So these grown people don't know what their behavior is, how it's coming across. You know, it might might look good at a rally, at a right-wing rally, but, you know, you are affecting people's, you're affecting children, you're affecting jobs. You know, you have librarians and teachers who want to leave the state, who are packing up. You have Dwayne Wade, one of the Oh, Heat God, basketball man. player who feels like he need he needed to move his family out of here because his child has become trans transgendered and you got a bunch of uh, uh, grown people who think that that child doesn't understand himself or you herself. Know, um, we got we got, oh my God, man! Uh, now <laughs> that phone line because yeah, <laughs> uh, let's get them. We while while, while open quick. that up. Um, Jatulio Malatieri says uh, gender dysphoria is a thing. Uh, got to treat these kids with compassion. Right. You can't force kids to be something they're not. And it's not just teaching cutting about, on kids. Yeah, yeah. teaching about Hormones. these issues isn't pushing or forcing it on, on other people. Yeah. Go ahead, Carly. You're on the Sunday Forum real quick. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Good morning. All right. Great. Great show. Uh, you know, that, that, that previous caller, what they're forgetting is that this is about sexual sexuality, sexual awareness, not sensuality. They're not trying to teach somebody, you know, how to make love or what have you. It's just right. teach them about their bodies, for God's sake. And the other thing is with regards to the fact that that um, I, I don't know when the word woke became an evil word. Uh, you know, woke you didn't. Is, you know, where <laughs> in conscientious. And if God didn't want us to be woke, he wouldn't have put the, 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 the tree of knowledge in, in the Garden of Eden if you want to get religious. <laughs> uh, the reality is he gave us choice. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's what people are forgetting. And finally, you know, kind of like what uh, El Malik El Haj El Haj El Malik uh, Shabazz, uh, aka Malcolm X, once said, "The chickens are coming home to roost." Mm-hmm. All this gun violence that we're seeing is because of this NRA uh, legislation that, that that they're not going against. Uh, all of this is what we're seeing nowadays in terms of the sexuality and what have you. My goodness, I my undergraduate degrees in fine arts and I studied I could have gotten a, a degree in history as well because I love art history and you know down in was one of the school system they decided they're not going to show the statue of David by Michelangelo oh, my God. <laughs> and broad and bold and, yeah. and, and yeah. also the uh, Sistine Chapel painted by Michelangelo in their image of course <laughs> right. but it's a beautiful thing nonetheless all those naked people up there, guess what? They can't be shown in schools now, right? Mm-hmm. It is getting to be a crazy thing. So, again, I appreciate the show that you guys have. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, you very for your much. call. Folks, we want, we want to make sure that, that, we keep, that, that we keep in line with the actual subject of the day, which is really just elementary school. And mm-hmm. I, I guess as we talk about the kids and everything they're going through, we have to keep in mind that these are the things that these kids are going through. Exactly. At just elementary like school. I said, they have attacked the school system. Right. And now they're going to they're going to displace these kids. That's that's what is that what the On goal top is? of all of that. Oh, yeah. no. We can't do that. Go can't ahead. Have that happen. Let's go. Caller. One minute. One minute. Quick. Okay. All right. All right. Try this caller. Go ahead. Seconds. Caller. Go ahead. Caller. Okay. Right. Quick. Like uh, uh, I hope they save the school and plan for that one to work out. But uh, I want to know when they're going to uh, get rid of the Santa Claus and the Easter Rabbit and the uh, <laughs> Hall- Hall- Halloween books that we seen in the schools. So they was terrifying me when I was in school. Like, about all that. Uh, yeah. We've been messing with our heads. Yeah, I leave it like that because you're going through books. <laughs> right. <laughs> or you're going to supplement your book for my book, too. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all have a good All right, man. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, we want to take the time to wrap up another edition of the Sunday Forum this Sunday. Yeah. Uh, we had a good show. Good yeah. Show. Uh, we unwrapped a lot of good stuff, man, mm-hmm. and unpacked it all and, and, yeah. and laid it out on the table. And when is uh, the Just Elementary School meeting next? The, so the, the people can come Tuesday. and stand up Tuesday Tuesday the night. Yeah Come on out Come on We out. need woke people for freedom Wokeness 
<laughs> I'm woken up proud. Are you woke and are you proud? That's right. That's Let's right. show it. Hey, listen, thank you, everybody, for joining us for the Sunday Forum. And as always, from my voice to the radio waves, to the hearts and the minds of the people, we love you. And there's not one single solitary thing you can do about it right here on the Sunday Forum. Post Martin Hoot Nanny is coming your way next here in WMNF Tampa. Hey, this is Patrick from the Black Keys. You're listening to WMNF 